Welcome to the Mattyology Podcast. I'm your host, Maddie James of Mattyology.com. In today's episode, we're going to be talking online courses and exactly how to put one together in the case you'd like to make one of your own. Today's episode comes from a Twitter question. At XOXOSheba asks, how do you put a course together? Well, I'm going to break down the five things you must have to launch an online course successfully. So let's get into it. So a really great stream of income for um, an online expert, content creator, or business owner is an online course. I've been teaching online courses for a little over a year, and it is about 50% of my income as a professional blogger. So you can certainly make some really good money from it. It's been a trend online now for the last couple of years or so, because you cannot go to a four-year college and learn how to market on social media or a blog or do much of anything um, marketing or promotions-based online because by the time you learn what's trending in social media and on the internet in the four years it would take you to in college what you learned will be outdated by the time you graduate that's just a that's just a fact you know so online courses will usually take you anywhere from a week to a year to complete now for the sake of clarity an online course is a type of curriculum where you teach students how to do something in a digital form usually on the internet and lessons are broken down into modules or parts where the teacher creates a video or presentation in keynote or power powerpoint format breaking down how to do something thoroughly now online courses can be about anything so it could be about cooking vegan meals creating facebook ads side hustle entrepreneurship or anything your audience wants to learn from you now, as far as how you get the course to people, you can use an array of WordPress plugins and integrate it on your blog or URL you've created specifically for your course. For example, if my site was on WordPress, I could use a plugin for one of my courses like the consistency course and house it on another page, or I could house it on a, a domain that I purchased like the consistencycourse.com hosted on WordPress and use the plugin for the entire site. Now, I don't use this option because I don't use WordPress, but if I had to choose, I would house your course on its own URL just so you don't have to cause a bunch of confusion. And here's the thing. I mean, it's worth that extra $12.99 or however much it costs for you to buy that domain for the amount of money, you know, you should make um, as a return on this online with this online course. Now for my courses, I use Teachable, which makes everything a lot easier. Okay. They house everything for you from your sales pages, modules, videos, PDFs, and more. So you can create your own Teachable URL and mask it with a domain or subdomain that you've purchased. And what I like most about Teachable is that you can house multiple online courses in your Teachable school. Okay. So you can do a couple of things. You can either create a free account where they will take a percentage of sales and there's a 30 day payout. So for instance, if you have a course that goes live in October, you will not get paid for that course with your, with your free teachable account. If you have a 
a course that goes live in October, you won't get paid until the last day of November, okay? Now with the paid account option where you actually will receive your payout immediately, which I don't know about you, but I like getting my money immediately, okay? So um, of course that's a cost and um, you know, you might not be in a place yet where you can afford that cost, but do keep in mind if in fact you do use the free option, you'll get your payout, but it'll be the last day of the following month. All right. Um, I like my money immediately, like I said. So I use the paid account with Teachable. And if you're interested in signing up for Teachable, be sure to sign up at my affiliate link, which is bit.ly, bit.ly slash Maddie Teachable. That's bit.ly slash Maddie Teachable. All right. Now, Aside from all of that, right, because that was like a big kind of like, uh, you know, pep talk before even walking you through the five things that you needed. But I definitely wanted to be clear on what it is you needed to use and why online courses are, in fact, valuable. OK, so aside from all of that, here are five things I would suggest having in place before screaming from the mountaintops that you're offering an online course. OK, so first and foremost, know what you're talking about. I know that seems like a no brainer, but hey, I just want to make sure I say it. You know, I can't stress it enough. Sure, online courses can be a lucrative stream of income only if you know what the heck you're talking about. I'm serious. I cannot tell you how many times I've seen people throw together a course based off of what they learned a week or month before in hopes they would be successful. Now, you should only be teaching what you know, like the back of your hand. You should be teaching what you have been. And if we're being honest, what you are currently successful at. You should have receipts on top of receipts on top of receipts. Okay. So you need to have the proof in the pudding that you know, in fact, what you're talking about and that you're good at what you are teaching. Because here's the thing, just because you know something doesn't mean you know how to teach it to someone. Okay. Because to teach effectively, you have to be clear. You have to simplify. And that's hard, even if you do know what you're talking about, let alone if you don't. Okay. So teaching is already pretty difficult. You know, it seems simple because you were like, oh, I'm just going to get up here and talk and just tell them what I did. But when you teach somebody, you have to really, really break it down in layman's terms. And I always tell people like 90% of people operate at a sixth grade level, not because they're dumb, but because it's so simple at that level, you know? So simply put, if you have not done something well for two years or more, you shouldn't be teaching it in my opinion, all right? Secondly, don't you dare launch an online course without a sales page, all right? A sales page is one of the driving forces of selling your online course. In fact, it is the driving force of selling your online course, in my opinion. Like, saying you that you have a course is not enough, guys. It really isn't, all right? It sounds good, but where's the proof? Think of your sales page as the ultimate receipt. A sales page is simply a page online. It can be a page on your blog or website or a standalone URL where you break down thoroughly what the course is about. All right. So the sales page should highlight exactly who the course is for, what to expect when they take it and why you're qualified to teach this. People shouldn't guess if this is for them specifically or what the course is about. It should include testimonials from people who have worked with you or read your blog slash have purchased 
your services or products, okay? It should be really clear and elaborate the value they'll receive because they took the course, all right? Now, this is really important. I want you guys to remember that people take online courses to get certain results faster than if they try to figure things out on their own. So be sure to include that on your sales page as well. Most importantly, be honest with people, okay? If you're teaching a pitching course and you're telling people that you'll teach them how to pitch things in the next 90 days, you know, like it's going to be a course that maybe takes them four weeks to complete and they'll be able to learn how to pitch in the next 90 days as long as they do the work, make sure you're being honest, you know, and make sure you're basing the time that it's going to take them to do something based on the time that it took you to do something as well. All right. So be honest, don't sell them a dream and deliver a nightmare. Another thing to consider, you need to create supporting content when you launch an online course. Here's what I've seen happen a million times. I have even made this mistake when I quote unquote launched and I use that term loosely because I didn't do it properly when I first did it. We announced that we have an online course available for purchase. We have no sales page. We have no supporting content to create a sense of urgency for our audience to go to and purchase. And if you have a blog, where are the blog posts that introduces the topic and elaborates on why it's important to know how to do what you're teaching in your online course. Like that is really, really important because it creates a sense of urgency. Now, to be clear, the post should be useful and informative, even if they don't purchase your co- your your course, rather, because if you can teach them something and be useful to them for free, they will highly consider your paid content. A rule of thumb to keep in mind, and this is really important, free content typically teaches your audience what or why to do something. Paid content teaches your audience how to do something. For instance, a blog post or podcast may teach your audience why having Instagram is important as an online business owner. The post or podcast could elaborate that it's the social channel where it's easiest to build an audience, makes you more visible than Twitter and Facebook, and you can sell your service or product visually, which is important to consumers. Your online course could teach how to shoot and create um, Instagram content consistently, so increases their visibility, income, and following. Take the time out to plan out your supporting content on your blog, podcast, and or YouTube channel when you know when you're about to launch your online course. You can lead people to your sales page after giving them the content. The sales page should do the heavy lifting. The supporting content does just that, supports why they should buy your online course by justifying and qualifying you through free, valuable content. So I love supporting content, you guys. It's really just to support the sales page and convince Convincing your audience to purchase your online course. Another thing you'll absolutely need to launch is social promotion. This goes, this is not an opinion. This is absolutely something you need when you launch an online course because people underutilize their social channels and I don't know why. I mean, I get it. I I actually do know why. It's mostly because of fear. They're scared that they're spamming people and they're barely scratching the surface. You guys, a tweet lasts for 11 seconds, 11, like the number after 10. It's like the sperm of social media. So to be clear, you're not spamming people if you're offering value. You have to be very intentional, relevant, and clear when you're promoting your online course. This is also why your supporting content is is important, because not only can you promote the course, but also the content that supports it. So your tweets, 
pins, Facebook, and Instagram posts should point your audience to posts, podcasts, and your sales page, okay? That's all going to be part of your launch social promotion for your online course, all right? Take the time out to schedule all of your promotional social posts ahead of time for your launch. It may be overwhelming, definitely will take you a few hours, and you might even have to break it up in a couple of days, but simplify by deciding how much social content you actually want to promote. Have you even considered how much you're going to promote via email? Come up with your messages ahead of time, what social channels you want them to be on, and create the visuals you want to go with the messaging. Now, last but not least, you guys need to determine a launch period for your online course. Really, really important because when you launch an online course, you need to decide how long you're going to offer it. You can choose two ways to do this. First, you can choose for your course to be evergreen. That means that it's available to purchase any time, any time of the year, it's just available to purchase. Or you can offer your online course for a limited time. Now, to be clear, even if your online course is evergreen, it's important to have a launch period for it a couple of times a year, you know, just to make it a little bit more visible, just so people don't forget about it and it's it goes under the radar, all right? Um... And I I really want to make sure that you guys know that making it more visible will certainly help it. You know, Um, it's important to have a launch period for it a couple of times a year or however many times you want. And most successful launch periods are anywhere from 10 to 14 days long. Now, the reason why it's that long is because that's long enough to let your supporting content gain some legs, promote effectively on social media and for people to get their coins together to buy your course. So you want it to go longer You don't want it to go longer than that because people will forget and they're not just sitting there thinking about your online course. Less than 10 days uh, isn't enough time to convince your audience to buy and make your online course as visible as possible, especially if you have a modest size audience. All right. A good time frame um, for launching your online course is Monday to the following uh, Friday. So Monday to next week, Friday would be a really, really good time frame to launch your online course. So when it comes to launching your online course, you definitely want to make sure you know what you're talking about. You want to make sure you have a sales page. Certainly make sure you uh, create supporting content, promote on social media and determine a launch period. So that does it for today's episode. To get the free notes and worksheet on today's episode, be sure to head on over to mattyology.com slash ep86. That's mattyology.com slash ep86. That's E-P-86. All right. So do me a favor. Be sure to subscribe to the podcast on iTunes or SoundCloud. I would greatly appreciate it. And if you have an extra 10 seconds, be sure to rate and review the show. It lets me and everyone else know what you think of the show. Thanks so much in advance. Also, be sure to follow me on social. You can follow me everywhere, Twitter, Instagram, Snapchat, Facebook, Pinterest, at Mattyology. And check out the blog at mattyology.com. If you have a question for the show, which I absolutely love, be sure to email me at askmaddie at mattyology.com or use the hashtag askmaddie on Twitter or Instagram, and I'll try my best to answer your question on the next podcast. I appreciate you guys listening and wishing you a super productive day. Remember that the dream is real and the work is too. So David, your Goliath, slay your day, and most importantly, live what you love. I'll talk to you guys next time here on the Mattyology Podcast.